Hello and welcome to the Business of Betting podcast. Today I'm joined by three guests, Sam, Adam and Sam. Guys, thanks very much for coming on. Before we get into this episode, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at BettingPod, and check out the website, businessofbetting.com. Guest suggestions are much appreciated. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Betfair Proprietary Limited. Betfair operates a betting exchange and is licensed in the Northern Territory of Australia. Residents of Australia can join Betfair by visiting betfair.com.au and support this podcast by using promo code BOBPOD. Please gamble responsibly. So thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode of the Business of Betting podcast. Today I'm joined by three guests, Sam, Adam and Sam. Guys, thanks very much for coming on. Cheers, Howdy. So this is a first for me and for us here. We're going with three, which is certainly exciting and fun, and I'm looking forward to see how this goes. So let's get straight into it. Sam H., do you want to start with yourself and and how you got started with the crew, and we'll go one by one just to get some background in the beginning. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, I I first started match betting um, five years ago now. very similar story to a lot of um, people that started. I came across a website called Money Saving Expert. Um, was doing match betting to supplement my um, ski seasons, um, which I was doing. Um, yeah, working in Canada, Japan, uh, Australia, Austria. Um, yeah, and made a nice little income from it. Um, and then I moved over to Australia, basically, um, middle of 2015, and there was basically not a hell of a lot going on over here in terms of talk of match betting or yeah, nothing I could find of any substance uh, anywhere. So I basically took upon myself to start up a uh, Facebook, Facebook community. And um, yeah, we went from there basically. Um, and I got, in, yeah, from there it grew from like, a bunch of other sources, people, um, yeah, recommending each other to the group, which is where Sam and uh, Adam came in. And yeah, just conversations, networking with a lot of other um, match betters, uh, value punters. And yeah, we took it upon ourselves to create this, uh, what I would say, magnificent little uh, website, which is bonus money. But, yeah, I'm still doing it today. Um, still betting like full time and yeah, running bonus money as a yeah, nice little successful business. That's basically my story as to how I got here. Adam? Yeah, cool. So I've been match betting for a long time. I started in about 2004. Um, I was working for a university and I had a really like slack, <laughs> slack job where I worked across two campuses in two different cities and neither of the campuses knew where I was supposed to be. So I was able to like literally only turn up to work a couple of days a week, <laughs> and, but I was actually really bored. So I was just looking for ways to make money online. Again, the same place that Sam found it, I found it on Cycle Money Saving Expert, um, and literally within about six months of finding it, I was making more doing match betting than I was in my job. So after that, I quit my job, did that for full time for about four years, match betting, moved over to Australia six years ago and uh, like shocked at just how good the offers were here and equally shocked that nobody was really like talking about it. And that's when I found like Sam's community. Um, and that was the only place really in Australia that people were talking lots about match betting. Uh, yeah, and then sort of teamed up with him. And I think one of the things when I was doing it full time back in the UK, like there was always part of me that really didn't like the fact that it, it's okay making money gambling, but it didn't like seem much, <laughs> there wasn't much kind of like uh, doing good for society or doing like much useful, whereas bouts where like offering a service where other people can do it as well. At least other people could take advantage of it rather than just me making money. So that's why I kind of wanted to build service to help other people to make money doing it. Yeah, that's an interesting distinction. Sam, do you want to jump in as well? Yeah. Um, I came from a slightly different background, I guess. I, um, uh, I'm i the technical one of the group. I was working a, a normal technical day job. We were doing uh, business billing for ISPs and telcos. 
um, had a phone call from from a random number trying to sell me a sports differential calculator. It was um, it was going to cost about uh, thirty five grand. He was, was going to cut me a deal and, and sell it to me for twenty grand. I uh, I was I was I was not uninterested at the time. I was like, all right, and uh, did a bit of did a bit of searching around and, and found the term sports arbitrage, and uh, that uh, that started me down this path where I've ended up um, meeting up with these guys and plenty of other people in the in the community and uh, helping run this bonus money thing. So bonus money is a site, and well, it, it's a very slick site. So you guys have obviously done a good job getting it up and running and, and where it is today. Match betting, that term, certainly for the guests, sorry, the listeners here in the US may not know what that means. They probably think it's it's betting on the outcome of a game. Take us through just, just generally what the term means and, and how it's sort of spoken about in industry parlance. Yeah, so I'll, I'll jump in on this one. Um, yeah, match betting is basically, simplest form, matching your bets to cancel out the risk. So um, you are basically backing all outcomes of an event. So you know, if it's a head-to-head game between the, um, I don't know, any NFL game or whatever, say it's a Super Bowl, um, and you've got a free bonus, you would then just basically um, back, um, you know, Patriots one side, and you could then go with another bookmaker or a betting exchange, you then uh, lay it or, yeah, back that side over there. So you're basically taking a small loss if you're using your cash, but if you're using a bonus, then... You're basically using the bookmaker's own money, um, yeah, to basically uh, make a risk-free profit from it. Um, and now you can do that with the sign-up bonuses. You can do that with um, ongoing promotions that bookmakers throw at you, left, right, and center. Um, that's basically what what match betting is. So literally, you put fifty dollars in two separate accounts, and they might double that to a hundred dollars each. Let's say, which is fifty real and fifty bonus, and then. You put that hundred dollars on both sides, and and of your uh, total outlay of a hundred dollars, it might turn out to be more than a hundred. Is that essentially how it works? Yeah, if you've got fifty dollars on one team and then fifty dollars on another with a bonus, then you're not going to make too much money if it's like odds of evens. But if you're going, say, um, like really, we're looking for odds above like five or more, or something like that, to be able to retain a decent amount from our bonus bets. Yeah, we're usually looking for anything above like 70% plus, really. Um, so, yeah, from a $100 bonus, we want to be making $70 and so on and so forth. So let's let's go into some of the challenges with it. What what do the bookmakers think generally about this? Well, yeah, I don't think they're yeah, too happy with what we're doing. But at the end of the day, they can't really do too much about it because um, at the end of the day, bookmakers are always going to try to entice new customers, but also entice their existing customers to keep betting with them so there's literally like no other way for them to um do that without offering you know um whether it's bonuses promotions enhanced odds uh, whatever it is that's going to keep them um getting custom to them so unless you're you know a um bookmaker like bet365 for instance where or sports bet over here where they're just shouting at you down the telly yeah Bookmakers have got to compete, and that's the only way that they know how to do so, really, is just by marketing bonuses. And what about the patience and discipline and diligence required to execute this type of thing, which in isolation sounds simple, but I'm guessing over a, a number of matches and a number of bets, it's it requires some diligence to pull it off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, after doing it yourself manually without software and whatnot, it does become, yeah, it's tedious and it does get fairly dull, to be honest. Um, you know, just at the end of the day, just staring at numbers on the screen. I know there's plenty of punters that are doing that anyway, but yeah, it doesn't get that much fun. I mean, there's quite a nice kick that you're going to be making risk-free money from it and know that you, whatever bets you're placing, have like positive EV. But um, yeah, it does take, it does get a bit dull after a bit. But then, you know. <laughs> Using our site, for example, you just like pop in and your bets are like basically displayed what you need to do. And, you know, you can be in and out of the site and placing your bets within a matter of minutes, really, just depending on what it is. But for like more advanced strategies, then, yeah, you can be sat down um, for, like, on a Saturday afternoon, for instance, 
um, taking advantage of the horse racing promotions here in Australia. You could be sat there for like four or five hours, but it all just becomes a blur after a bit because it's such, it, yeah, it ends up being fast paced because there really is that much to be getting on. Like there's literally like the first few races on a Saturday, there's could be up to seven or eight bonuses, sorry, seven or eight bookmakers offering bonuses. Um, so yeah, it does become a whirlwind sometimes, but yeah, a lot of the time it can be quite dull. Well, Saturday afternoons are interesting because yeah, uh, I find that it's very much, um, it's based on the major races. So you've got a Flemington or a Caulfield running. It's, it's a flurry of like five or 10 minutes activity. And then you're just kind of sitting around for 20 minutes waiting for the next race. I think one of the areas as well, though, is that um, that helps people get started is the community. So that lots of people, when you first read about this technique, it's kind of, I, I like still vividly remember placing my first match bet. And this was, as I say, it was back in 2004. And this was before match betting services really existed. It was just talked about in forums. And I remember kind of like sweating over placing my first £10 bet, like checking and double checking the maths for it. I'd literally written my own spreadsheet of and, and to go through the maths and like do it. But it's, that is really when, you know, when it comes to like what's useful, that's where the community really kicks in. Because if you see that other people are doing it and can ask questions, it really takes a lot away of that fear of like first getting started. So having other people do it and, and that goes all the way through. So once you've learned that, you know, the most basic thing that people get into in match betting is to complete all the sign up bonuses. So in Australia, people can make anywhere between like two and four grand if they complete all the sign-up bonuses on offer available to them depending on which state they're in um but that's only really like the start of it after that there's so many ongoing promotions that people can take advantage of but it's through in, it's, it's through interacting with people with the community that helps people to spur on and do those different activities so obviously sites like bonus money we show all that information and help people and guide them to it but it's really from communicating with other people that you start to learn about all these different ways that people are making money from all these different offers so I, I kind of find I was never really in a, from a gambling background but I, I kind of find even from pro punters it can be quite adversarial that people are almost like I want to get one up against each other whereas the match betting community and especially within our community is much more friendly and welcoming and people want other people to succeed so the community definitely helps for people to get started and um, be successful with it. What about the bankroll required to, to get started? You mentioned you might need to fill six, seven, eight, nine, ten accounts and there's availability up to, a, you know, 4,000 potentially. Do you need four grand to get started or can you start lower with the bankroll and, and grow it potentially? Again, this is different to, to what happened in the UK because the UK the offers here are very generous. The UK offers, as I say, my first bet was with Coral, and it was a ten pound uh, as a ten pound sign up bonus. <coughs> so, as Sam mentioned earlier, really to take the best advantage of a sign up bonus to to get the best bonus retention with your bonus bet, you want to be betting at higher, like slightly higher odds. The odds you want to be betting on something that's a close match between the bookmaker and the betting exchange. Um, but the odds want to usually be in the range of like five, six, seven, eight. So for to do that on a £10 bet, you'd need to place your £10 into Coral, but you'd also need to have um, 60 or £70 in Betfair to cover it. But in Australia, um, there are less bookies available, but the sign-up bonuses are typically much larger. So I think the smallest sign-up bonus is really with the um, tab, and that's $100. So to take full advantage of that, you want to have really at least $500 to get started because that's enough to at least cover um, getting your first bet and like turning over the bonus using using an exchange. It, it's a lot easier if you um, – now, you can always go smaller. Like You could deposit um, – $50 with a lot of bookies, they'll, you know, they'll match your deposit up to how much they, you know, how much you put in. But obviously you only get to do the sign up bonuses once. So you really want to be like taking full advantage of them. So $500 is almost like the minimum we'd suggest to people to get started with it in Australia. Um, but if you've got a larger bankroll, it is much more advantageous because you can just move it through move it through more quickly because you can do more than one sign-up bonus at once um, and you can also take advantage of the larger offers. But $500 is, I'd say, the starting point. But the great thing about this is it's like it's 
unlike any form of punting, there as long as you follow like the step by step processes, you're really you know we can't. It's a very hard thing legally to say like there's absolutely no risk in doing this stuff, but there really isn't. If you like follow the steps, then you're you're guaranteed to make like that sixty that sort of seventy dollars off that first free bet that you get. Um, and that's all the way through with all the sign-up bonuses. So we the actually risk of ruin is very low. Yeah, and and we actually um, it's funny that like the the people that are attracted to match betting, like match betting is not actually very popular with um, people that are into like gambling. Uh, uh, the people that come across us are more typically people that are into looking at ways to make money online. So they're usually generally like reasonably computer savvy. Don't don't mind spending a bit of time on computer. It helps if you could with numbers. It helps if you kind of uh, have got that mindset of looking at a way of like getting an edge over like, uh, you know, taking advantage of promotions and stuff. But there isn't, you know, you're not sitting watching a game and hoping that a team will win. It doesn't matter. You're placing the bets purely to take ad- advantage of the offer. So. We, we tend to attract people that are interested in making money rather than interested in gambling. Can I ask about the higher odds? Does it does it make much difference? Or it sounds like it does, but why does it make much difference if you if you can back at a dollar ninety and lay on the exchange at a dollar ninety versus backing at five dollars and, and laying at five dollars? Is there a rollover thing that matters, or is it the higher the odds, the more the bookmakers are happy with those bets? It's because of your the bonus bet to stake not returned. Uh, so if you don't, if you're putting the $50 bet on at, uh, at $2, you would only get $50 back versus if you're putting the $50 bonus bet on at, uh, $5, you get much more back, uh, which when you compare with the lay, um, the more that you're making back from the bet, the more that you retain. There's actually a graph floating around that uh, it took me quite a while to, to uh, both realise and, and understand why, um, but there's a graph floating around that uh, I'm sure we could share as a comment somewhere that uh, that really shows it quite well uh, I, and I, why that's the case. I think also a really good, easy way of visualising it. So, yeah, as Sam says, it's state non-returned, so you don't get your state back with uh, um, the, any, any winnings. But the easy way of thinking that is if you had a $100 free bet, if you were to stick it on something that was 1.01, so like guaranteed winning, you'd only get $1 back. So you really, even if you're backing and laying that, you could, you could only ever get like $1 from it. So the, you need to use higher odds because the, the stake isn't returned with it. That's the that's the basic thing of it. And then, and then you look at the difference between the odds of the bookie and the odds of the betting exchange. So... Um, if you're backing and if you're able to back at seven and lay at seven, with the odds being staked on return, you're basically backing at uh, you're effectively backing at odds of six and laying at seven. Whereas again, going to the example of like 1.01, even if it's 1.01 back and 1.01 lay, you're, you'd be effectively backing at 0.01 and laying at 1.01. So it's it's just that because the stake isn't returned you need to be backing at higher odds to get a better um, return from your bonus bets. But again, that's one of the things that match betting services and match betting calculators will help you with because you can then very easily, like we'll, we'll have, we've got a, like an odds matcher and as well um, horse racing software that helps with this that will identify for you and tell you the exact percentage um, return that you'd be getting from your bonus bet. Yeah, that makes sense. And what about... Do you need to mix in, or what's the thought process around mixing in regular betting behavior and activities if you want to try and disguise what's going on, if that's necessary at all? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. that, like, I, I think this has changed as people have become more sophisticated with it. I think in the past that there's definitely an opinion from me, again, from when I first started, that um, bookies generally didn't care too much as in that the match betting population was very small in, com- in comparison to the whole of the betting population, like the whole of their um, customers. But over time, I mean, you look at the UK scene, like it's still relatively new to Australia match betting, 
but in the UK, I think there's I think there's somewhere between like fifty and a hundred thousand people that do this actively, and these are people that are all like sharp and taking advantage of the promotions. So the bookies um, now look to filter out people that are taking advantage of the promotion. So what happens is that if all you do is bet on the promotions, the bookie will end up sending you an email saying, look, we, we're not going to offer you those promotions anymore. Like within the language, it, like call it, like we'd call it like being gubbed, where they just say, yep, no more promotions for you. Um, and the bookies are getting quicker and quicker at, at filtering people out. So even within the last couple of years, noticing it within um, the Australian bookies, uh, and having spoken to people within it, like I think people like Sportsbet, they used to let people like go on, and then we're getting reports now where people will kind of place a couple of bets. They'll they'll open their account for the first time, place a few bets, and w- even within the course of a weekend, they'll they'll send an email saying the promotions are no longer available to you. So it's becoming more important now to m- mix in some bets which again we'd lovingly call like mug punting you know where it's more of a mug bet to kind of like keep under the radar a little bit to to make sure that you're still able to take advantage of this because and the promotions are just ridiculously good value like you know we're always talking about value we put a big emphasis on the bonus money side about um calculating the expected value for people so what is the expected value is just the average amount of money that you could expect to make from playing the promotion. Um, so we, we work out all the maths by calculating what's the chance of something. Uh, so this would be with an ongoing promotion, like what is the chance of something triggering and how much money would you make if you, if you did that with that expected value? Yeah, sorry. That's the, the expected value is the amount of money that you could expect to make. And, we're really getting an edge with the uh, um, bookies somewhere in the region of like a 10% advantage. So with a $50 bone ongoing bonus, we could be making an expected value of like $5. So we really have a huge edge. So even if we're going to be placing some mug bets and giving some money back, we're still going to come out on top. And it can be more valuable to mix in and prolong the life of your betting account and ex- like with these promotions rather than... Um, just getting canned after a few weeks or a few months. But with that, there's like still a few like simple strategies that people can implement. Like for example, um, betting on um, something as close to the game time as possible. Like you, because basically the way the bookmaker is going to identify if you're taking value is how much you beat the SP by. So that's like one thing that you know the simplest thing that they're checking. So if you're betting closer to that start time, you're not necessarily going to be you know, smashing in that SP. Obviously, you know, it's it can go 50-50 either way. But then there's, like, a few other things you can do. You can obviously be selective of the promotions that you're playing. So if you go in and smash every single promotion available, then, yeah, your lifetime of that specific bookmaker is not going to be too long. Um, oh, yeah, also, like, betting on obscure markets as well. So, you know, if you've got a bonus bet and you see an opportunity to get decent retention by betting on Danish handball, that's probably not, like, a smart idea either um and then if you're just doing it as well like a lot of people um when they first start this out and see the money making opportunity a lot of people try to go straight into straight into arbitrage betting which isn't um, a great idea either because arbitrage betting has been around for a hell of a long time <laughs> like before like promotion bets really um yeah so bookmakers can identify that very quickly so that they'll can you then um I mean, with arbitrage bets, we suggest people do that after they've been banned from promotions anyway, because they don't tend to limit your stakes usually after you've been banned from promotions. I unfortunately discovered that after I'd started arbing a long time ago. <laughs> so on those some of those horse racing promotions then where it's you know money back, second and third type stuff, do you just approach it very simply and say, you know, pick a horse within your price range that you're happy with or... Do you even say things like, "Look, if a horse is six dollars into three fifty, then obviously you're getting a very bad price versus, uh, you know, the SP of that horse versus what you could have got thirty minutes before, for example, is going to look very favourable from continuing that account from the bookmaker's perspective, or is it pretty much you try and simplify things as much as possible?" Yeah, so I mean, what we tend to advise is that people um, get on a horse race within ten minutes before a race starts. 
Um, number one, well, that not number one, but one of the reasons he just said is you're not beating the SP by too much. But also, we gauge like all the value from Betfair. So, um, and Betfair doesn't tend to have like any um, liquidity in the market until like that ten minutes beforehand on Australian races anyway. And yeah, obviously we're using the the bookmakers uh, to get our edge. So we're basically just looking for uh, close matches between the bookmaker, bookmaker price and uh, Betfair's. And you know, as more money is pouring into the market, the odds are jumping all over the place. So, yeah, there are those opportunities to get close um, back and lay matches. But it's not just a simple case of um, a lot of people think it's a simple case of just backing the favourite each time because they've got a higher chance of finishing second or third. So you get that promotional refund. But we actually have our matcher software. What it does is it basically tells you the exact um, expected value on each specific selection in that race. Um, so that's where we guide people basically is, you know, you don't necessarily take the horse, which um, is the most cost effective. It's the one that's got the most expected value by it being cost effective, but also, um, yeah, with the chance of it finishing second or third. And it does tend to be most of the time, it does tend to be the favorite, but just blindly going in and uh, betting on the favorite isn't necessarily the best thing to be doing. Is there an upper limit on this type of thing? Is it, you know, the $50, let's say, or $100 and what a lot of the max amount of the promotions? Like, I'm guessing there's no high stakes match betting program, for example. No, that's, that's, I mean, again, that's another common thing within, um, that we get from people. When we've met people, we've done a few events for Betfair now that's had a really mixed audience of people that are either into match betting or just, just generally like heavy users of the exchange. And, common thing is like well can i make decent money out of like match betting but there's there's opportunities to suit um to all sorts of bankrolls and stuff so we've seen um over the last couple of years the bookies have had uh released a promotion that is early payouts so in australia it's tended to be on the afl and nrl so both sports bet and bet 365 um last season and potentially the season before we're doing an offer whereby if your team leads by 24 points then they'll pay you out as a winner so that's like four goals in the footy um and what was like amazing about that was that there wasn't any actual there wasn't actually any um maximum limit of what they'd pay out to start with when they were doing that so you could literally on certain games stick like 10 grand on and so you'd be like sticking like 10 grand on like a team and then you'd either be like using one bookie to do that and then the bet 365 you know one at sports bet one at bet 365 so therefore like if a team went up by um 24 points but then didn't win the game both bets would pay out as a winner so on the example you'd be making close to 20 grand if that happened so there, there are so while some of the bonuses are definitely in the 50 dollar like range and that'd be like more commonplace there's definitely a um, there's definitely a place for people making much larger sums on it as well. Another one is with uh, and we've got this example up on our site somewhere as well. Tab were offering a um, Tab have been offering a multiplier promotion whereby they um, you, you place a bet, stick on the multiplier, and it will multiply the odds. And that that multiplier could multiply the odds from anywhere from 1.02 to like five times the amount. And someone got uh did a match bet of back in the lane a horse at 13 got the five times multiplier so i think they won like 25 grand again on that single bet so while the majority of the offers are definitely in the 50 dollar bonus bet range opportunities do come up whereby you can actually smash out a lot more and again like harking back to it that's what's great about the community and especially the bonus money community is that these, you know, the, the offers get put up all the time and with such a smart, knowledgeable, crowdsourced information, people are able to look at the different ways that all the promotions can be exploited. And then generally what happens is that they get exploited for a point in time and then the bookies change the terms in them. So those early payouts from Sportsbet and Bet365 are now tend to be limited to your first like $250 of the bet because there's been some people that are just smashing it really hard. But these, you know, these opportunities come up all the time. What's the expected value on some of those more higher payout options? Is it far different to some of the more conventional ones? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, again, we did the maths of this of like looking at how often those hit, and it was it was really you could you could be getting expected value in the like thousands of dollars range from placing large bets. So yes. for yeah, so it it really goes, and and that's obviously not suitable for someone that with that you know you're still. Whereas taking a sign-up bonus, you've basically got zero. You, you're, you've got virtually zero risk from doing it. These um, ongoing promotions, you usually encounter a small qualifying cost because the you know the way that bookies make their money is by having a margin on their on their bets on their products, um, and so um, by um, by touching all these offers across each other, you're going to have a small qualifying loss by, from a few percent of what you've staked. So if you're only staking a few hundred dollars, you're really only risking a few dollars qualifying loss. But if you are staking tens of thousands of dollars across a market, then your qualifying cost does go up into the hundreds of dollars range. But again, you've got such an edge with this that um, the, the value return is just massive. Tell me the role of Betfair in all of this, and it might be many different ones, but... It sounds like before you mentioned that it helps guide your pricing, I would imagine, and looking at a horse race in particular, picking which option may be the best from a plus EV perspective. What else or what other areas is Betfair useful in the overall match betting process? Um, with it, like Betfair, obviously Betfair are the only bookie, the only people in the gambling um, wagering space that actually uh, endorse and like match betters because they full, fulfill the lay side of the, you know, match betters are a large part of filling the lay side of the market. So um, Betfair are good for that. But just generally for gauging the value is is the best thing. Like a lot of the smart money comes into Betfair and a lot of shaping the prices because it's very hard to tell with the books with the margin being, you know, anywhere from five to 30, 40%. It's hard to tell what the actual true price is of a horse or a team or anything like that so generally betfair's like the the big thing with betfair is being able to gauge the value of um the the, the true price which then like helps you with the like back and lay basically how is it regulated generally has there been any specific attacks or has there been any specific regulation at all positive or negative with respect to match betting or is it really really difficult to 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 regulate in any shape or form as in from the bookies or from from people outside it? Yeah, both. Like I guess bookies can always take things down or limit your uh, ability to, to access the bonus bets or different uh, payout structures. But what about just the industry generally? Has there been any specific regulation targeted towards bonus or match betting? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like I think in um, Australia, I mean, like, um, there's, they're definitely looking at whether like promotions are, are available. So I think the Australian landscape's looking a lot more going like oh do we want to be like advertising um gambling and should they should they be able to like entice people to gamble with these like forms of promotion so there's definitely i'm not sure when this like uh law is coming in but the law is supposed to stop um enticements with for promotions but as sam mentioned earlier that tends to be the point of difference that people um that the bookies use to get people to gamble with them in the first place so you know my understanding is that Bookies obviously just want as many customers as possible, betting as often as possible, and and I really get the sense here in Australia that the general Australian punter isn't too odds. Um, like they, they don't really like go shopping around for odds and stuff too much. It's kind of like they you know they they stick with their you know they might sign up with sports bet, get given a load of bonus bets and stuff, and stick with them rather than looking around for a um, price and stuff. So the the promotions are a real point of difference to get people into the corporations to start with. So if these um, laws do get, do get action upon and the bookies aren't able to actively um, openly show that they're offering promotions, it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting time to see what the, the bookies do because they need to differentiate themselves from each other to get, to get the new business and to get people across. But they're actually usually ends up being the, the most lucrative time for match betters because it's when when bookies are having to do something new, there's usually a, a way that a load of smart minds can go, oh, they're doing this. Let's let's um, let's see how we can like wangle this little promotion in our favour. Um, and yeah, as you say, the bookies or like the bookies are just always constantly looking to filter um, match betters out because 
as a role, even if you even if you lose all your um, bets with a bookie, and the money goes to the exchange, and your money goes to the exchange, just with a large enough sample size, on the whole, we're taking value away from the bookie, so they they don't like match betters. <laughs> so yeah. if I'm listening and I'm thinking, well, this is easy. I can just deposit. I can bet both sides at a not necessarily a dollar forty favorite, but something in a two to six dollar range and i'll follow up with some of the horse racing money back bets and maybe the early payouts in, in aussie rules T- give me an example of some of the software that you guys have and provide to your users that make it more efficient for them and more effective and, and it's a valuable tool for them other than you know trying to do all this manually yourself yeah i mean yeah i like to think that we make it very simple um yeah right from the word go to be honest so um, yeah, starting from the very basics, we've got a very good uh, introductory guide to match betting where we've got software which um, brings up selections for the first sign-up that we recommend, which is the uh, one that Adam mentioned earlier, the tab, um, to get your $100 bonus, which currently it's uh, deposit $20, get $100 bonus. And with that, which is freely available to anyone that looks at the site, we've got um, selections that are live in there for you to pick. And then you hit that um selection like the top rated one or whichever one you desire and then you're basically told um, exactly how much you need to place where and and whatnot um and then from there we do the same process with the sign up bonuses as well um which is what we recommend everyone does to build their bank um anyway so they can go on to um the ongoing promotions which yeah are very lucrative um with that we've got a very pretty uh, offer calendar which basically just highlights um, every single um, offer available, or every single promotion available um, that has uh, positive expected value. Uh, we display the expected value for those specific promotions, um, and then from there, we've yeah, we've got odds matching as well. Um, so if you yeah, pick up um, bonus refunds, you can then check out the odds matcher and yeah, basically lay off that bonus and get those higher retention as you can um with some of the events in our offer calendar we've got um dutching software so basically what happens with so for example say a afl game between richmond or carlton we basically have all of the bookmakers um yeah populate into that event and then it uh, presents um with the information to with all the sorry the suggested stakes that you should be placing with each bookmaker and the current live odds and they basically just populate so that um, with the cheapest qualifying loss for that. But all that's amendable as well. You can fiddle about with those calculations and move stakes, remove bookmakers. It's like a fully interactive Dutching calculator. Um, and then from there, moving on, like the next stage, you've got the horse racing um, offers, which um, I'd say are the most profitable. Uh, so on the Saturday, you've got all your second and thirds, but also you've got the bet boosts, which Adam um, explained earlier, that tab offer where... Uh, one customer made uh, 25 grand, um, but with those you can yeah get very good expected value on a daily basis. But our matcher software basically just shows you um, yeah the most profitable sections to be getting on. So the matcher is like it's a fantastic like value tool um, for anyone, even if you're just um, punting and not match betting necessarily. So what that does, it's a Chrome extension which overlays on the bookmaker pages, so it actually Uh, you hit the matcher you select a um, horse racing uh, event um, decide which bookmakers you want to open and then it opens the tabs so you'll have betfair open and then whichever bookmakers you've selected and then you've got an overlay of the bookmakers with like a um, a little bar over each selection each horse which basically the default settings tell you um, your suggested lay stake with betfair in order to get a certain qualifying loss which is then um, shown on the bar as well um, and then you get that as a percentage so we really recommend to be getting on anything less than 10% qualifying loss if you're looking to qualify for a bonus as an example um, of what else I'm missing on there as well we've got the expected value as well on um, that display um, but yeah they're like the key tools and we've just got yeah a bunch of guides pretty much breaking down every single offer that is available how to play it um, and then the community as well, so links back to the community, um, which is on Facebook, to discuss these offers. 
So there's quite a lot there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it sounds like not only community, but also the tools and then some of the software as well. So if we estimate conservatively or aggressively that let's say 5% of the marketplace can win long-term professionally betting sports or racing, there's another 95% or if even if it's less, let's say it's 90%. Of that 90%, is there any segment of that pool of people that are betting that this doesn't work for or it's not something they should seriously consider, do you think? Well, the I'd easiest, say- simplest way to gain an edge and uh, make some money off your betting. Even if you are, uh, you're not matching your bets, so you're not betting both sides, uh, using the promotions in your day-to-day betting um, gives you an edge from the start. Uh, there's there's people in the community that use Matcher, which is the 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 software that Sam was talking about that uh, puts an overlay on the bookmaker. Uh, they just use that for everyday uh, horse punting. So you've got um, you've basically got sports bet open. Uh, and you've, you've got their odds on page. Uh, and then right next to that, you've got the Betfair odds. So you've got a direct comparison to see where the, uh, the Betfair mob, which in our belief and many people's belief is the, is the true wisdom, uh, you've, you've got the ability to see what the true mob thinks will win um, and, uh, and compare that to, to your sports bet, your, uh, your, your corporate bookmakers and get on those best prices. What do you think the future is in Australia, for example, for this type of service, this type of offering, even just generally around match betting? Do you think it's optimistic and things will continue along as they are because bookmakers will always want to provide you know, incentives for people to sign up or promotions for people to bet? I think what happens is that like naturally, and I saw this within the UK, is in, as more and more people do this, the bookies can't be as generous with the promotion. So even within the, the last few years, we've seen bookmakers sign-up offers go from, you know, so you could even get like $2,000 sign-up bonuses from individual bookies. To That would be a very, very rare occurrence to see anything that large again. So the as more people do it, the as like a percentage of people. So like sports bets obviously got a huge customer base, but for some of the smaller bookies, if there becomes like 20, 30, 40,000 people all looking to take advantage, then all of a sudden their customer base is made up of more match bezers than it is regular punters. So they can't afford to give like those promotions. So what we tend to see over time or what we definitely saw within the UK is that um, the promotions become have less expected value like attached to them. But I and I think that many people that are in the communities at the moment will look at the scene in five years' time and go, "No, I can't believe that people like do this anymore because people have got it so good even still at the moment. You know, it was better years ago, but it's still really good now where people can easily make like four, five, six, seven, like more thousand a month like from doing this. Um, in in five, ten years' time, that that amount possible to achieve might go down it might be that you can only make like a thousand dollars a month doing it but we charge 50 bucks for our service and our like technology is only going to get better and better and make it easier and easier for people if someone can make a thousand dollars in in like 10 hours work for just 50 for, and just pay 50 dollars for doing it it's still going to be like good value so i think a lot of the people that like do it now may find it it's of less interest to them in the future. But I think that there's so many people in Australia that just don't know about this way of making money that there's always going to be a market for doing it. And I think the bookies are always going to offer some kind of incentive to get people to like gamble with them because it's just traditionally been the corporate bookies models here in Australia, which is like they they offer promotions to hook people to go in. So yeah, I think I think the people like doing it now might not want to do it in the future, but this this I think the match betting community will just grow and grow. Yep, and I've heard the word tuition being used for what it takes in the early stages to learn about sports betting or horse racing betting, learn about betting markets, and you've got to pay your tuition to do that. But it sounds like you can get some similar level of education, let's call it, from from match betting, certainly in the early stages when you can utilize sign-up bonuses and different promo codes. And it can help pay for that uh, that tuition in sports betting. Yep, absolutely. So what if I told you three that there was a jurisdiction in the world where as soon as you sign up and register, you get a $50 bonus bet without even depositing. 
and then you get a risk-free bet of up to a thousand dollars on your your first bet, and potentially another one uh, on a different product of up to a thousand dollars. That offering in a market with other bookmakers with similar, not necessarily better, offerings. What would that mean to you three? And for those wondering what on earth I'm talking about, I'm talking about the the U.S. market and specifically in New Jersey at the moment. Could mean some people end up with a new postcode. <laughs> <laughs> it would be if you could do so um, without picking up and moving to New Jersey, you'd uh, you'd be right on board as soon as you could be. I think. Yeah. No. This is certainly a, a new market, new jurisdiction in New Jersey, and there's going to be more to come here in the U.S. with potentially 15 or 20 going live with you know online and mobile sports betting in the next 12 to 18 months so it's going to be an interesting space for not only match betting just generally around how the market evolves and obviously with a market like the u.s uh you know tens of millions of people are going to get access to sports betting in the next 12 months so obviously there's going to be fierce competition and um you know some of the things we're seeing in australia some of the things in europe are clearly going to make their way to the US, and it's going to be an interesting marketplace across the board. I think all the information is all the information is free for match betting as well. Like I, you, like anyone that can, you need to look at if someone's looking at this in America and looking in New Jersey at the bonuses. You do need to look at the terms and conditions and see what the terms and conditions like say. But if yeah, you can go on the like you can go on the bonus money site and look at like the match betting like basics guide. But if, there's so much free information out there that if people want to look and see if that opportunity is available to them they just need to look at the bonus information and then also look for a match betting guide either on bonus money or just anywhere on the internet and um people can start doing it as long as the bone like you just got to check turnover requirements and things like that but it's it's an it's a huge exciting time that like america's opening up to betting like for match betting and everyone really probably better than a sports differential calculator or whatever it was for 20 or 35 grand or something uh, <laughs> that's the stuff we've got to compete with. It's it's it is one of the hardest things in the world to uh, uh, get on the internet and say, "Hey, here's a way to make money with very little risk." Uh, just trust us, especially when there's stuff like that out there. No doubt about it. Yeah. So uh, before I let you all go, I want to ask one funny story or interesting story you've had throughout the years of, of match betting, whether yourself or someone else in the community and also let us know uh, best way to contact whether it's a Twitter handle or, or generally through the site um, oh, I mean we've got a few which one should we pick I, I can pick one of my early day ones that's just sprung to mind um, when I was still just moving over to Australia and I was still um, heavily involved with like UK match betting and one of the offers that came up was it was a casino offer um, and it happened through well, I say casino offer. It was a casino loophole that happened through the night uh, in the UK. But I was like trying to do it. Obviously, I'm on the other side of the world in Australia, so it was daylight hours for us. Um, started at eight o'clock in the morning, and basically the offer was it was with Sky Bet, and they had this um, offer on roulette, whereby you bet five pound on red or black or whatever, just five pound on the table, and for every ten times that red comes in, you get ten pound cash added to your balance now that was only supposed to happen once you only meant to get um 10 pound per customer but some guy at sky who set this promotion basically didn't set that in place so you're just basically getting 10 pound for every 10 reds that come in so quickly figured out that that would the expected value of that was worth 35 pence so what i i scrambled around got my laptops uh together and yeah basically got one going had auto spin uh, going every five seconds on um, on red and or red or black I think it was red um, yeah and basically was playing roulette for nine and a half hours straight spinning every five seconds which is pretty cool I mean yeah early days for us just moving to Australia paid my rent for a fair few months basically um, yeah ended up making like from yeah about. Two thousand six hundred pounds from that one offer, and then by the time in the morning it got cut off at like nine o'clock UK time because, um, yeah, Skybet offices obviously opened and they've obviously seen what the hell's been going on and they lost like 
decent chunk of money because it was just like tons of people in the community um yeah getting involved and yeah back to the community it's like you don't know about these opportunities unless someone's willing to share and they do happen there are like some significant loopholes to take advantage of and it's just being in the right place at the right time to know about them that's what my story is <laughs> i like um i'm going to share sam's another story from you sam i like how you actually first first got into match well like or first learned to take advantage of like these kind of things which is the story that you had with your family that um in the uk like this brand chris walker's chris was probably the most like famous brand of chris and they they had a promotion whereby uh if if it you had to choose you got a uh, token with your like chris packet and then you could like put on it and if it if it rained then you got what was it five pounds uh, ten pound. Ten pounds. So, like you're choosing the square in the UK when it rains. So like Sam was going around like buying up all these packets of crisps, and because obviously like it pisses it down with rain all the time in the UK, he was just making loads of money. So it's like a it's a form of like advantage gambling just done from a packet of crisps, which I thought was hilarious. I had so many crisps in that house; it was pretty cool. And just like yeah, me and my dad were cycling through all these vouchers and putting them into the Walkers crisp site. It was crazy. Just picking, yeah. South of Ireland and Wales, where it pisses it down all the time. It was incredible. <laughs> I think we're going to fanboy Sam here. One of my favourites was when we, uh, so we have meetups every now and then where we, we invite members to to come to a race meet or something like that. Um, we're at Mooney Valley one night. And we're watching <laughs> the trackside bookmakers and they had, um, uh, we noticed that, you know, there's, there's, there's two of them. There's one, you know, twirling and taking the, uh, taking the bets another one sitting there on betfair setting the prices we thought i wonder wonder if we could influence his prices a bit so sam's opened up betfair on his phone all right let's let's try and push this one out throw a throw a bunch on the lay i think he put down a thousand didn't move an inch had to trade out and that was a 150 dollar lesson that the bookmaker wouldn't move when we tried to nudge him <laughs> but that was that same it was that same race where i made money though wasn't it sam by accident <laughs> yeah i was like getting on in play i was pretty blind at that time <laughs> and yeah back to the incorrect horse from what i want what i wanted and it still won anyway so that was typical sam variance at play there this is the uh the first successful three-way podcast or four-way i suppose but three guests in one uh i want to thank you all very much for coming on and certainly sharing your wisdom around match betting Lovely. Thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, thank you very much, mate. Appreciate it.